One, two, three, let's go. You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. This is WJMS Media. My name's Robert, and this is Laura. And I want to start off with asking, where are you from? I'm from Hungary. Okay. And well, what led you to come here into the States? Honestly, a couple of things. So I was doing sports back at home, which wasn't really what I wanted at that point. And um, I thought I could use that to come to the States. Right. I was doing university back at home, which I also didn't really like the system. So I thought I could come to the States. So putting together sports and education, I got a scholarship and was able to come here. That sounds good. What led you into um, music and did your home country had any influence into it? I wouldn't say my home country had influence on it. I just know that I loved music ever since I was a kid. Um, I remember I had um, this little piano back at home that was my mom's. Right. And when I was like, I don't even know, like four maybe. Um, I actually have a picture. My mom took a picture of me, like, just literally sitting there. I can barely even, like, reach the piano from this yeah. And I'm just, like, pressing notes. It's actually a very funny picture. So, like, ever since I was a child, I just loved music. I started um, the violin when I was six or seven. I'm not even quite sure. did that for six years. I started writing music when I was 14, like writing lyrics when I was 14 to like kind of process what's been going on with me in life. And then with the help of the aforementioned piano, I put music under it too. And then, you know, I always felt like it's just not enough. Like I started writing lyrics. That's cool. But let's put some music under it. That's cool. Now (laughs) put some like production under it or find the help of someone who can put production under it <laughs> actually turn it into something I was like always I always love music and I said and I was like I really want to put my own stuff out there yeah and and it sounds fun when you know when you could keep recording and keep on you know making um different types of sounds yeah, different types of tracks yeah, as you just like listen back and read back the lyrics and you're just like oh my god how bad it was <laughs> oh my god that's embarrassingly bad no i mean i, I can understand <laughs> only because personally like uh, you know uh, like as me as a producer so i can understand how, how you would feel but it's great to see that you actually went through you know piano like you said violin you did compositions yeah so, i did a little bit of guitar too i taught myself a couple chords just for fun I remember the first song that I ever tried to learn, like the chords, was uh, Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. It had three chords, and I was like, okay, I have to learn this. And I remember like, I was in my room for hours, and I was just trying to figure it out because I didn't really move my fingers like that before. And I was like, Jesus Christ, how do I do this? <laughs> and then when I came to the States, I had a little bit of a semester of drum lessons too. So 
Oh, sorry, learning about beats and how to do yeah, that. I actually wanted to do that too because I was like, this is my weakest part in production too, even though I'm weak in production altogether too. But I was like, that's my weakest part. And I was like, let me try to understand it. Let me try to like actually get what's going on. But I did not. Yeah. This is the first time I've, I've heard someone from out of the States wanting to do music. And it's it's cool to hear about that. And that's why, personally, I'm I'm glad I work with you. And I want to be a great asset to you. And also... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the purpose of your music, your compositions, your tracks? Is there any, like, inspiration, any um purpose that you are trying to put out for your fans or for people that listen to your music? Yeah, so as I said previously, how I write is usually well mostly life experience so what i'm just going through i just kind of start writing about it and i'm sure there's a lot of people who can relate so i just kind of want to like this is this is going to sound selfish but i kind of want to put it out for myself because that's like how i feel at the moment and i am so sure that there are other people feeling that way too and that they can relate because if I feel it, there's definitely other people feeling it too. You know what I yeah. mean? And then there's another type of process that I do is when I already have a beat and then I'm writing on top of it, I kind of just try to feel the beat and try to find a couple songs that I've kind of been liking and try to like build a story on that track, like the sounding of it. Mm-hmm and like the songs i liked previously just like trying to make up like a, my my own story not necessarily from my background not necessarily from what i like lived but well maybe a little bit but it's literally <laughs> just, like, hints you know like you can write mostly what about what you like lived so oh yeah definitely do you have like a dream project or like a dream that you were trying to reach in the in the goal of like your music trying to work with someone or trying to, you know, work with a bunch of artists or maybe a certain artist? Um, this is going to sound very um, basic. Probably every artist or every other artist says that. I want to make it big. I want to be the next Taylor Swift. I love Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah. So I, would, I would love to have that. But at the same time, I feel like, how should I say this? So... I know how hard it is to make it in the industry. So I'm trying to not put everything on it because if for some reason I can't make it, I have to have something that I still can go to that will help me pay the bills, you know, that will give me a living. So I, right. I really want to like make it big. I want to be like a very good, like a mainstream artist, but I feel like I also have to have that backup when, what is the the what if factor? What if it doesn't work? I think that's a lot of artists' things too, like trying to make sure that you're able to sustain yourself by yeah. the same time fund yourself going into the career. That's a good head over your shoulders. Yeah, and see, here's where I feel actually very lucky that I'm studying music and marketing because I can use the marketing studies and my music studies towards my artist self. But at the same time, I can combine these and have a job outside of being an artist. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have that background where I can just comfortably like focus on music, but at the same time have that living what will give me the background. 
Yeah, that's really good to have, especially since it could be tough trying to push through. But it's good that you are trying. And I want to ask, what motivates you to keep doing what you're doing and keep making tracks? And, you know, of course, it's I understand that it could be tough but at the same time. You're having a good time doing it, too, yeah. at the same time. Honestly, what motivates me is really just myself, like that I, I like to put my art out. I like to have it out. I like to say, hey, this is my music. Check it out. At the same time, it's I don't even know really how to phrase it. And to like hear the final product, to hear what like I thought at that moment when I wrote the song and how it sounds, how it's like interpreted by, for example, you, the producer, how it's interpreted mm -hmm. by the mixer who mixes the sound, how it's interpreted by me, the lyricist, and then the artist, me, the artist. So it's it's really just the different sides of it. And it's like so exciting to hear a track come together and then to put it out. So, you know, as like I have two tracks out that are obviously not really doing well because it's been a year since I released them and I didn't like push it as much as I should have. But I recently just opened Spotify for artists and mm -hmm. I know this is going to sound very stupid. I had like $2 of revenue and I was like, wait a second, I have $2 <laughs> of revenue. Like there's someone actually listening to it. Yeah. No, and that's that's important. Even though it sounds stupid because it's only $2 and I don't get anything from it, obviously, still it sounds so exciting that somebody is listening to it and it's generating at least some type of revenue. I mean, that that's a good thing. That's that's why you keep pushing. That's also probably another motivation too, though. So, um, honestly, it's not really the money part of it. It's like... That no, no, but like, you know, yeah. Like, you know, that yeah. numbers that people are listening to. Yeah. And, and relating going back to it and then to see how like it travels to like different parts of the of the whole world like i can see there's people listening from brazil from i don't even know spain obviously from mm -hmm. hungary from the us then canada the uk and i'm just like how did it even get there pat yourself on the back for that it's 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 great to see other people like you know listening to your music and yeah. relating and I was also wondering if you've ever worked with uh, another musician, another producer, or even another artist, what's probably the best advice they've ever given you? To other artists? Yeah, like anyone that's worked with you or anyone that you've actually heard in other interviews, maybe your favorite artist? Mm, honestly, there's a couple of things I would say. Def I definitely would say just stay true to yourself. Like, I think you're... Even if you like feel like you're gonna make it in the industry more as like giving a different side of you that you don't necessarily feel that's so genuine, I would not want to do that because I don't feel like I would feel comfortable and I don't feel like people feel comfortable with showing like a fake side of themselves. Yeah. So I would I would I would totally say stay true to yourself. Just do the genres that you wanna do, that you feel comfortable in that you feel like like it really like gives the message to your fans and then at the same time i would say don't give up because there's always going to be haters who say that your music sucks but hey mm -hmm. at least you put it out right yeah exactly 
out there like yeah you hate me you're you're a hater you say my music sucks is your music out there <laughs> do you have music out there that's definitely true what you're saying do, do you have anything that you can like you you put out there that's like some type of art there's always going to be people who hate it there's yeah. always people who hate taylor swift and think that she's not good and then look where she is and it takes a lot of work yeah. um, knowing the right people collaborating yes and that's and important that's that's ex actually my last part that I would say build connections. You yeah. Know, connections, you're never going to make it. It's also good to start small. Yes. Yeah. Definitely collaborate with artists who are kind of maybe a tiny bit higher than you, but still on the underground level when you're underground and then mm -hmm. just start building up. That's good. I want to know what if you've ever done like any performance before. And, you know, I know those could be exciting, but would you be able to pick out one that was your favorite? Honestly, I didn't do a lot of performances as I only have two songs out. It's, you know, yeah, I had to go around and perform, but I only had two performances and I feel like both of them taught me like a different thing. So if I should pick a favorite, I don't think I could. I just know that they both taught me different things like how to handle stress when there's a malfunction on stage. I, I also learned how I still have to learn how to move on stage. Right. <laughs> and so like, I feel like as much as you enjoy it, you always learn something when you're performing that you still need to work on that you don't think it's perfect, how to handle different situations, because there's always going to be a different situation coming up that you're just most probably not prepared for. Yeah. You know, I'm not a performer myself, so that's interesting to hear. Do you think you want to keep on performing to keep learning how to, how, to, how to perform more like in your own style as an artist? Definitely. I would want to go out more and more as my time lets me and as I get more and more music out, which I'm really hoping I can finally do. I would love to like find some places where I can perform and then actually figure out what I'm doing on stage because it's still like such a new environment for me and you just sometimes don't know what to do. To figure it out, you have to experience it, you have to go through it, you have to get comfortable. I wanted to know also if there's been any skills that you've, you've ever gained through the music you've made, through the people you've met, what skills do you think that you've gained from all that? I feel like I'm more vulnerable because, as I said, I'm writing from experience. So there yeah. are things that I don't say out loud, but you can see my music. And to put it out there, it's definitely a very like vulnerable move. I also learned that well, the more you practice, the better you get, which is very basic. But like when you see it in real life, you just realize, wow, this really is true. I think my voice really um, improved a lot since I started. And even like just the last couple weeks, not weeks, sorry, years. Before that, like when I started the program, I listened back to my voice recordings and I'm like, oh my God, it changes a lot. It's just like crazy. So patience, also how to like not be that attached to like your lyrics that when you like record and you hear something that doesn't really fit, don't be too attached and be too, I don't even know, stubborn to not change it. 
Yeah. Flexible with it. It definitely taught me a lot, and yeah. And through all those experiences, have you started to uh, improve on, on any of those skills? Or would you want to, like, learn more? I definitely also want to learn more. I'm a person who never thinks she knows enough. Yeah. However well I, I know, like, a skill, or I, however good my skill is, I'm always like, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not good yeah. enough. I have to get more. I have to get more. So, like, for example, when I'm, like, listening back to my songs that I recorded and maybe I put out, and I just listen to it, and I hate listening to it because I always notice one <laughs> tiny thing that I could change. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, that sounds so bad. How do people not hear it? <laughs> Obviously, they don't because I heard it like at least a hundred times. Right. Times. That's uh, that's leading to like something else. I also want to know is like what because this is interesting for a lot of artists. But what is your creative process? That's actually funny you ask because I don't really have like a set process. I would say the most I write my songs is I start with the lyrics just like write what I feel and most of the times like immediately go to like a piano a guitar or well yeah it's mostly a piano or a guitar uh, where I just mess around with a couple chords try to fit it on on the lyrics and then honestly just improvise the yeah. melody and then if I like it that's cool keep it improve it um, there's also times when I, I'm just like sitting at the piano or with the guitar and I'm just like messing around with chords and I'm like, ooh, this sounds good. <laughs> so I like pick it out, put it together. And then I just, as I'm like playing the piano or the guitar, I have like this melody in my head and I just try to put words into it. That's also a process. And then obviously, yeah. put it into Logic Pro, send it to producer. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly you. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's this last one where I have a beat pre-made. Okay. Which is the hardest for me. Honestly, that is the hardest for me. Guys, mm -hmm. I feel like my hands are more tied to like, figure something out because the rhythm is already there the the chords are already there basically the whole vibe of the song is already there and i just have to figure out what i'm putting together that takes me that, that takes usually the most time for me to like figure out what the lyrics is about how i can write that lyric that it sounds good so yeah processes that i usually do so i, I know that between us that we've we've worked on we're working on some tracks yeah. and i'm also working on one as we speak and sounds good i'm interested in working <laughs> <laughs> so i want to know will you be working on eps albums tracks within this um, year, next yeah. year so the thing is i have a bunch of songs with you and two other songs with another producer that we made and i'm just like trying to figure it out if I should put it into an EP and save a couple songs for like next EP or album, or if I should just put it into an album, like a bigger album. Well, not bigger album, but like a normal size album, bigger EP would be. Mm -hmm. And put it out that way, like which would be the smartest uh, decision Yeah. to like be able to market it 
because I feel like if I put out an EP, that's better because it's less songs. I have not a lot of fans. I can push it more. But at the same time, I have so many songs. If I put it out in an album, I'm not sure I can give it this, the, the, the good, like the, the amount of marketing it needs. Yeah. So it's just like a little bit of struggle right now. Yeah. Which songs put into the EP or put everything into an album, but then what happens to the songs that I didn't put on the on the EP? Uh, it's just like, oh, it's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of like talking pulls, like you don't know. <laughs> what I really don't want to do is when I have a song ready, I don't want to just not release it. Because it's my work, it's your work, it's everybody's work, and then I just don't like that. <laughs> it's ready, it's ready, let's put it out. That's something I want to also ask is like, when, when do you feel like a song is ready to you personally? Um, I don't know, I guess when it just feels right. <laughs> well, 99.9%, it's not me who produces the track. So <laughs> when the producer, mostly you, send me a track and you say, hey, I think it's ready to record. And I listen to it and I'm like, yeah, it sounds ready to record. And then I record it usually like a thousand times or more. And then I try to send you back like a voice file that sounds ready for me. And then it's actually very funny because after I, I cut together the vocals, I just try to not listen to it anymore because I know if I do, and it's never going to be sent. Oh, so like you think it'll, it'll just like you'll oh, yes. want it to edit? Always, always. <laughs> I would listen to it and I hear something that I don't like. And then, you know, like if I start recording it again, then I don't know the acoustics are not the same. So I have to re record the whole thing. So, right. uh, no, it's, it's <laughs> you know, when it's done, it's done. You just don't listen to it. You just send it over and then pray for the best. Yeah. So, you know, you are the artist right now. And do you see yourself in the future when, as you keep progressing with the music, do you think you could achieve more as an artist? And and if so, what what are you planning to achieve? What goals do you have? Yeah, um, this is actually a tricky question because personally, I would say I can achieve more knowing knowing my personality, knowing that I always like try to push myself as much as I can yeah. uh, to like achieve the the best thing possible but at the same time it's not always just about the artist it's about the connections it's mm -hmm. about the money the artist can put into her music or his music and and to the marketing to how much money they can pay to like people who have better connections to to push the music purely based <laughs> on like, talent or how good your music is is there anywhere that um you're studying for music at all or you know you you've tried studying with music so i had a couple of classes obviously like theory songwriting producing you know i feel like those teach the mm -hmm. basics but i really feel like songwriting and music has like that personal um component that you just can't be taught. Like if you don't feel it, if you don't put yourself in it, then it's just not gonna work. Like it's just gonna be average, you know what I mean? So it's mostly, I feel like I know the basics. So it's mostly finding my voice, finding what I can put into it, what makes it unique. You know, I noticed that when, when we, you know, use certain effects, certain sounds, what would be your favorite instrument? The synthesizer. <laughs> 
Honestly, if, if we're talking about like a mixed track, it's definitely the synth. I just can't live without it. I really like this. I don't even know like the vibe it gives. It's really hard to to explain this kind of mystery vibe. I like yeah. to it. But if we're just talking about like real instruments like guitar or piano or anything, then I would definitely say piano. I just really like how my, my voice sounds with piano. Mm-hmm. So these are definitely the two, but if if you like want to listen to me talking more about what instruments I love, I love the violin, for example, I, I love the strings. If I'm producing my own track, there is no way I'm missing out on a string. <laughs> yeah, also, not like, definitely. Without strings. So, and then if I go on the bass, no way I'm, I'm having a song without a bass. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I feel like everything has its own sounding that it, my music just needs. Yeah. It's not me without it. You know like what I mean? It'll fit. It'll fit every, yeah. all together. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting you brought that up because piano and also synthesizer are kind of similar with the piano keys on both. You know, synthesizer, you could like edit to whatever you want. And I think that's nice to have because you could pretty much make it sound however you want so it's even more customizable like that but i feel at the same time the piano is just you know it's like simple it's pure it's yeah just that traditional piano sound Mm -hmm. i'll ask like this last question what is your favorite track and why Ooh, this is a (laughs) great question Honestly, there's a lot of Taylor Swift tracks that I love, obviously, because I love Taylor Swift. But I would have to go with a track of another artist. And this track would be Dream of You by Camila Cabello. Okay. It has the same mystery sound. It's just, I. it's very hard to explain that sound that she makes in that song. It's just dreamy it's mystery it's pure at the same time you know the lyrics is um vulnerable it's just it just makes me like shiver every time i listen (laughs) to it i definitely overplayed it at least (laughs) a million times every time it's on my most listened track on spotify wrapped so it's actually embarrassing but oh well if it's what you love then it's what you love then that's an important thing i'm trying to i'm trying to understand that type of sounding that she makes so i could maybe try to put it in my music but at the same time as i said i don't want to over push it like if it doesn't come naturally i don't want to just sound like that you know because yeah yeah exactly and that's that's the important thing you want to go for like your own sound and, and recreate it and who knows some fans will say oh i love the way Laura's making these sounds uh, and, you know, making these types of um, (laughs) tracks. So, yeah, and it all revolves. It it all goes together at the end end of the day. Okay. And um, you want to plug yourself in? You want to say where you want to listen to you? So if anybody's interested, my music is literally available everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music whatever you want to listen to it on it's most probably there my artist name is laurencia l-o-r-a-n-s-i-a sometimes people can't spell it so i just got used to spelling it out 
yeah, I have two tracks out. Hopefully, more very soon. Enjoy. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and that was WJMS Media. Thanks for listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com. And we also have a newsletter so you can subscribe and be up to date on everything.